0: It's always a fun transition after the musician leaves. Yes. Take down the microphones, organize paperwork, turn off the fan, get the video, get the video the guy going, and the thing with the buddy and the. Try to remember if it's March Break or not. I miss Elvis. I do too. Seventy-seven, wasn't it, when he died? Um, I think. was it seventy-seven? I think so. I remember that day. Just because I didn't under, understand why my mom was so upset. Was she crying? Yeah, she was. Really? Yeah, it was. A, a, I mean, not like wailing. Wait, your and mom saw, her in con- saw him in concert. She, didn't she did. Yeah, yes. Okay. He was a little tiny little ant on a stage from the back of the nosebleeds at yeah. Maple Leaf Gardens. I think it might be time to get to our very first uh, speaking guest because we just had a musical guest Angie Draskovich. Droskovich, I'll break you. What was that uh, what was his name? Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren, Lundgren. And I can't remember his character. Drago. 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 Well, anyway, Angie. After that build-up, is the president and CEO of Young Street <laughs> uh, Mission, and she joins us on the phone at this particular moment. Hello, Angie. Hello. How are you, Drew? Fine, thank you very much. What did we take you away from, Angie? <laughs>
1: well. I did have to postpone an
0: appointment I had today. Right. Oh, I'm so glad you did so. Thank you. Look, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, Young Street Mission, and uh, one of the reasons I'm a big fan is because you deal with people that I think are icky. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Because that's the reality. That's what most people, that's why they want to donate to you, and it's like a drive-by donation. Here you go. They throw money out the window, and they drive right by. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people don't want to get messy and hang out with messy, icky, gross people who haven't showered for a long time, and they're socially awkward, and they're needy. And ugh, let let Angie and the gang at Young Street Mission take care of that. Does that drive you nuts? How elitist we are?
1: Wow. Well, I I uh, I think their brokenness is just on the outside. That's all. Um, it, you know what? It doesn't. It doesn't drive me crazy because I think that. It's just natural, like it's a natural human response, um, and uh, and you have to get close enough to get to know people to to see to see their beauty, right? Mm. And, uh, so that's what we do.
0: Well, it's taken Tim and I uh, thirty plus years of being hanging out together and getting to know each other for me to see his beauty, and I'm just <laughs> just getting to stand his smell. Um, <laughs> Angie, I want to talk specifically about. The vulnerability of women when it comes to homelessness versus men, obviously homelessness and and vulnerability is a genderless issue, mm-hmm. but the reality is I think or maybe it's just me being sexist or something, but I, I it terrifies me when I think of a homeless woman. It doesn't terrify me when I think of a homeless man. What's wrong with me uh
1: well i think I think women are a little more vulnerable. Um, so I think that's true. Uh, obviously, bad things can happen to either a male or a female on the street. but, um, yeah, I think that's why generally you see less women rough sleeping on the street. more of them will go into shelters than than the boys. because um, it's it's just a little scarier to be out rough sleeping on the street if you're if you're female. It's true.
0: I should have prepared you for this question, but uh... Hopefully you'll be able to come up with something. I, again, I don't think we really care until we hear the heartbeat behind uh, one of the, you know, this issue. So, can can you share with us a story of a young woman or a, a lady who that that you have worked with over the last little little while that you can sort of paint a picture as to what you guys do and the vulnerability of women? And because I'm trying to make up for the fact that I forgot International Women's Day was Wednesday. Okay.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, sure. I mean, there's, there's a number of women I could chat about. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's a young woman, actually, that came to us a number of years ago who, who uh, you know, kind of fled her home situation. And uh, she showed up at uh, Young Street Mission's Evergreen program location on Young Street um, in the snow holding her baby. Um, And uh, so it doesn't get much more vulnerable than that. And I met her uh, last Christmas. She was telling me her story. um, But when she showed up, uh, based on what she told me, I think she was probably safer not being at home. Um, And uh, fortunately, she heard about us and and showed up at our doorstep. And (coughs) so she came in, and um, one of our frontline workers, Jan, just kind of, made her feel safe and connected with her. And this was this would have been, judging by the age of her daughter when I met her, probably ten years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's a long journey. It's a long journey. and I think a big part of the work that we do is is uh, is working with, you know, the self-esteem um, and the brokenness of individuals to get them to a place help them get to a place where they see their own value and uh, and start to actually believe that their life could change, believe that they could be something, and that ultimately help give them the support that they need to move in that direction. So by the time I was chatting with her last Christmas, it was at one of the big Christmas parties that we have for uh, women who are street involved, and uh, her daughter was with her, and she'd finished some academic upgrading. She was living stably in transitional housing with her daughter, and working as a peer support worker in the community. And the best part of it was um, while we were chatting for about 15 minutes, we were interrupted five times by women who came into the room, saw her, made a beeline over to her, wanted to give her a big hug because she's building into their lives. Um, And so that's pretty cool.
0: That's great. That's great. Again, on the line with Angie Draskovich. Did I say it right, by the way?
1: You know, I'm just glad that you have so much fun with my name. It's awesome. (laughs)
0: It's awesome. <laughs> uh, president and CEO of Young Street Mission. One of the other reasons I've got you on the show today is because um, up next on our show is Alan Graham. He's the author of Welcome Home: Less One Man's Journey of Discovering the Meaning of Home. And he talks a lot about community and how one of the ways to battle homelessness, to fight against homelessness, is to include those who are homeless in a, in some sort of community. It's not just throwing a sandwich out your car door as you drive by kind of stuff. It's not just, you know, having them be in the soup line and, and then away you go. It's somehow um, um, bringing them into a home community situation. And the highlight reel for me when it comes to Young Street Mission in my personal life involves the fact that when I was... A teenager, I was such a jerk to my mom and dad that they kicked me out, and um, and I ended up on the streets of Toronto for a bit. And I went to one shelter, and it will show, it shall remain nameless. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a horrible experience there; I was terrified. Mm-hmm. And the next day, as I was wandering around the streets of Toronto, I walked into Young Street Mission, and immediately I felt this sense of community. Can you explain mm-hmm. to me why? why people feel that as soon as they walk into your your building?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I can. I know that um, our, I, you know, the only thing I can say it must be connected to is, is our heart for the young people. And, you know, Young Street Mission is a Christian organization. Our staff, uh, you know, our, our whole organization is informed by our biblical foundations, one of which is Imago Dei, which means that we believe every human being is made in the image of God and of immense value, no matter what they look like, smell like, how many tattoos they have, how they're behaving, etc. And so our staff genuinely love the youth who walk in hmm. and, uh, and see their value no matter what, and that must come through. Uh,
0: to me, I think one of the one of the reasons, again, people don't really dive into the issue of homelessness is because uh, even the Bible says uh, it's always going to be with us. There will always be poor amongst us. There will always mm-hmm. be those who are on the fringe, on the outside. There will always be those that are down and out and, and uh, homeless. Um, so it just seems so overwhelming and unending. If I want to, if I'm going to get involved with something, I want to donate X amount of money and solve X problem. Boom sense of accomplishment, right? My donation is still ego-based. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well, you know, I've got a couple of rants embedded in there, speaking of rants, but, yeah. um, you know, I, I, it bothers me that, you know, even if people aren't Christian, they, they know this verse. They know we'll always have the poor among us, and that's the apathy verse, right? That's the I'm off the hook verse. I don't have to do anything about it. And and community, you know, we are made for community, uh, we exist in community, and if we, you know, if you look at Toronto in particular, so I worked in international poverty before I came to the Young Street Mission, and one of the, one of the places I worked was in a little village called Guadalance, Haiti, just outside of cap in the north of Haiti. In Guadalance, I, I could be forgiven, and I would forgive others who would walk away thinking, this is just too much, right? We can't do this. It's like the moon base alpha of development. Hmm. This is Toronto. This is a city that is either the first, second, or third best city to live in, according to a study, every other month. And we have so many resources. There's no intellectually um, compelling or defensible argument that says we don't have the resources to address poverty in this city. Mm. We do. And, you know, there's about 5,000 to 6,000 homeless youth on the street in Canada, in Toronto, sort of, uh, any, any given year and while that sounds like a lot, it's not much. I mean, we have the resources to do that if we just do that. So it's it's definitely a winnable battle and 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 that's the numbers and that's the intellectual side and it it in terms of each person, each person is a person. Each person is a human being who who needs our support. And so Yeah, but what about um, those
0: kids? What about those millennials that just don't want rules and boundaries and and they they want to just live free and not have any responsibilities and hang out on the street. What about them? <laughs>
1: I don't, I haven't, I haven't met of in those in our drop-in. I don't know. I've met some of those around workplaces yeah. in our drop-in.
0: Yeah. Or at the church. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, look, um, just before we say goodbye, I'm going to make you feel really uncomfortable and let everyone know this. After 16 years as an executive in telecommunications, Angie moved into the social profit sector in order to support initiatives that invest in people and work toward the end of poverty. And just prior to joining Young Street Mission in 2013, Angie founded and led Zoe Alliance, Inc., a for-profit social enterprise that equipped and em- empowered village-based businesses in developing nations uh, for subs- uh, sustainable growth. Angie serves on the advisory panel to the City of Toronto for the Poverty Reduction Strategy and currently co-chairs the Executive Directors Network in Regent Park website is ysm.ca that's young street mission ysm.ca the reason i asked angie on the show today is because i did feel like a jerk when international women's day went right by my world it didn't impact me whatsoever and then all of a sudden it hit me and i thought who are the women that i deeply deeply respect because of what they do and who they are that's why i got you on the show today hats off to you I am such a fan of yours and I really I, because you're just uh, I'm going to stop there because it's going to get mushy and weird but I, anyway <laughs> thank you
1: well thank you Drew and I'm a big fan of yours too, oh stop so much
0: oh stop <laughs> we will talk to you again Angie
1: okay thanks be and well enjoy the rest of your show. yeah you thank pay. you
0: bye 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 Angie Draskovich.
1: Higher Ground Cafe in beautiful Bell Fountain. Come for the coffee. Stay for the nature.